back up on the ridge. Yes, I'm gonna speed walk the first part of the walk and I'm up on the top now. Having a quick lean on my, on my gate, overlooking a wheat field. Amazing day today, incredible clouds. I may post a photo. Rooney's still up here. I'm actually waiting for a, a little um, microphone that I can use with my phone here. Um, having heard a few of the recordings where there was a bit too much wind noise, I'm just going to try and make that less of an issue, but uh, hopefully you've been able to hear what I've been saying throughout. A few days off walking, and a few other things to be getting on with, so it's good to be back out. I've done quite a few of these talks now, to the point where I'm starting to wonder whether I'm repeating myself. Uh, there are certain subjects where I'm sure I'm not. But sometimes things come up where I'm sort of moved to talk about something and I can't absolutely guarantee that I haven't spoken about it before. And rather than just stick to things which are things I haven't talked about but aren't necessarily where I'm, where I'm at at the moment, I think I'd rather talk about things which mean something to me, even if it's a revisiting. I was going to just have a few words about taking refuge. I, I think that's come up a lot recently. By taking refuge, uh, I mean it's really a form of words which is used in Buddhism. As Buddhists, we very often say that we take refuge in the Buddha. We take refuge in the Dharma and we take refuge in the Sangha. And each of these things have a number of meanings. And what I wanted to do was actually talk about the third one, which is taking refuge in the Sangha. Because that just seems really critical at the moment. In that I've had quite a few conversations with people where they've all said, oh yeah, yeah, we've... and to be honest, including myself, I've been in this situation where people have said, I've been meaning to get in touch, but oh, the moment just hasn't seemed right, and I've... I was going through it a bit, and I really wanted to talk, but I didn't, somehow I couldn't pick the phone up, and <laughs> all of that stuff, which I totally get, because oh, that was me about a week ago and taking refuge 
is pretty much what it sounds like actually obviously it's a, a figurative thing but it's it's sort of where do you go for shelter where do you go when you need to find peace where do you go when you need to stop struggling and find a place of safety even if it means that you know you'll be heading out again into the <laughs> into the strife ideally actually we take refuge all the time but in terms of taking refuge in the Sangha, where the Sangha is the other, the other trainees, monks, teachers, but also our family, our colleagues, our friends. I guess we can't and probably shouldn't be doing that every minute of the day. But I think we all recognise how talking to Talking to friends is so important. Talking to teachers, talking to people we really trust. And maybe I'm coming back to this because it's a habit that I that I have, and maybe it's a maybe it's a human habit, which is to kind of feel like we have to struggle through. And that that may sound kind of noble, but I, I think there's a a rather ignoble aspect to that, which is it's kind of wanting to hide. It's not wanting to be open about our difficulties with people. So it's complicated. I don't think it's one, just all one thing. But one of the things, one of the aspects of this I think is really important is uh, I've often thought to myself that Buddhism is what you do. It isn't really what you think. It isn't necessarily even what you say, record, write. It's really what you do. And I think that's important because that gets me to the bench, gets me to my meditation bench, and it gets me picking up the phone, getting on Skype or whatever. Because part of being Buddhist is taking refuge, and taking refuge is keeping contact. Keeping contact is... sometimes uncomfortable particularly in the moments before you pick up the phone or bring up that difficult subject but so often so often I found it's just the right thing to do and it's so good so good it really does give us perspective and an analogy that I use quite a lot, no doubt you've heard if you've been listening to a few of these, is the way that physically we can relax each other. Just, you know, when a, when a friend puts your hand, their hand on your shoulder, you suddenly realise how much tension you carry. And I think it's not so different when you reach out over the phone or over the internet to talk to somebody. Somehow we, we see the reality of our situation. Sometimes that reality is, is actually worse than we thought. <laughs> if we're put, sort of putting on a brave face, struggling through, trying to do it all ourselves. Sometimes actually starting to talk about it really brings it up strongly and you realize that actually you really, you really need help. 
we really need to talk it through. And getting help isn't really getting somebody else to deal with stuff for you. It's very much finding the strength to do what you need to do, to face what you need to face. But I think it's a common experience that once we finally face what we need to face, then actually facing it turns out to be much less difficult than we thought. And we wonder why we waited so long. But it takes as long as it takes. Of course, very often we pick up the phone and have a chat and we, we also find, we can find that our our problem or problems were actually nowhere as bad or as big as we thought and sometimes just talking about them gives us back a sense of perspective. So there's really all sorts of ways in which in which having the conversation helps us. And of course it's not just about what we get from the conversation. There's a giving, there's a giving element as well. And I must admit, a few times I've talked with a friend, talked with a family member, thinking I was going to get something off my chest, and actually it's turned out to be an opportunity for them to get something off their chest. But generally there's certainly should be something in it for both sides. It feels like a, a beneficial thing. So I suppose what I'm, what I'm saying is that, uh, again, reminder to self really, to, to not be slow in taking refuge. And of course, there are the other refuges as well, taking refuge in the Buddha taking refuge in the Dharma, maybe I should talk about those another time. And I'm constantly amazed and inspired by just the richness of the teachings which are available within Buddhism. same time how Buddhism really is what you do so the teachings point the way and then we do our best to put them into practice and through doing that we learn we make mistakes we learn from our mistakes we get better and over time really change but always we have to be willing to put the effort in because the journey is always ongoing and what a joyful thing it is so
let's be grateful for our dear friends and family our teachers and loved ones and let's be grateful for those who rub us up the wrong way and cause us difficulty because uh, that's teaching as well how else would we learn how to deal with that and there's a lot of that in life So let's be grateful and uh, let's pick up the phone. So I'll leave that. I'll leave that there and I wish you a very good day. Stay well.